Welcome to the Clientele Podcast brought to you by WP Care Market, where our mission is to bridge the gap in communication between website professionals and the clients they serve to better website services relationships and restore trust. On each episode of the podcast, we will bring you a web pro and a client to give you different perspectives on the conversation so we learn and grow from one another. So on this podcast today, on the web pro side, I welcome back Mr. Mike Killen of Sell Your Service. I, a marketing guru who makes a mean linguine bolognese. Thank you very much. Right or wrong about that? Uh, It was was fine. It was good. (laughs) It was average? Yeah. (laughs) He was on a a YouTube video making a very, very good um, bolognese. Uh. And then on the client side of this conversation, I am so thrilled to welcome Todd Shays. He is owner of Queen Bee Salon and Spa with his beautiful wife, Jody Shays. It's a three-location salon and spa in California and Washington State. And they are also product creators of some of these amazing Queen Bee products. So he kind of does it all. And I'm really happy to welcome you to this conversation, Todd. Thank you, Christina. I also I want, just want to go on the record. I make very good toast. <laughs> That's about, yeah, that's about my level as well at the moment. I'm and you guys. share that with my husband, Dan. So yeah. Um, yeah. we could have a toast off one day <laughs> and see if it's better. But a fun thing that you and Mike share is um, Todd's wife is from the UK, Mike. So Yeah, whereabouts? Uh, she's from uh, outside Bath, between Bristol oh, okay. and Bath in the, in yeah. the countryside. Yeah, yeah that's, like, that's like 45 minutes away from me. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, we're we're down in Devon. Ah, how funny! Uh, well, I think she's obviously there for the for the weather and coffee. I'm assuming, right? It, it is. It is probably about 74 and sunny and no earthquakes right now. So yes, that sounds amazing. Well, then we just all need to hang out, and um, mm. I'll be there in the summer, and Todd and Jody can join. Well, on this podcast, so all my podcasts are named after um, popular movies or TV shows, Todd. So this particular one is Top Gun. <laughs> top Gun, referring to, you know, being the the top gun in the SEO ranking, so the search engine rankings to kind of get to that that page, that top page, like a maverick. Um, <laughs> and so, what we're gonna do with this sort of podcast is really discuss search engine optimization, like where we're coming from with that. And it's always important to get the client's understanding of what this means to them because the web pros are, are on like a whole other language and conversation with this stuff that we often miss where our clients are coming from. So for you, you know, what is in your experience, you know, the magical mystical world of search engine ranking, you know, what matters to you as a website owner when you, when you hear that like search engine ranking, what, what matters to you? What makes, what, what seems important? Well, I mean, the obvious thing would be coming up near the top of search. So uh, that's what matters. How you get there is the mystery. Uh, but yeah, we, we want to have when people search in things relevant to our business uh, that we are on that first page near the top or at the top without so, being an ad. <laughs> yeah, without being an ad. So how do you coming at it figure out, like you said, what's relevant? What's relevant? How do you figure out what's relevant to, to you, your business? I hire professionals to tell me what to do. <laughs> Please, what podcast <laughs> is done? Yeah. So that was the main takeaway. I mean, I will say, as far as SEO goes, uh, you know, I know enough to be dangerous, especially when it comes to uh, SEO and, and danger being the key word, because it seems to keep changing. 
And even mm -hmm. with the uh, consultant with whom we're working, it's changing and he's got to constantly stay on top of it because what we did a year or two ago seems to keep evolving. I remember a few years ago, I'd visit websites just as a consumer, like a, like looking for a local plumber. And at the bottom of the site in tiny print, it would say, best Culver City plumber, best Santa Monica plumber, best Los Angeles plumber. I mean, it would, they would just kind of repeat this stuff. And I thought, what is that for? And I guess it was for SEO. I think And that was pre-2012? That was pre-2012. So that doesn't even matter anymore. Mm. Exactly. And, and, uh, and we're still at a point where um, we are creating different pages within our site to kind of be different landing pages that may drive content. But as I understand, that may be shifting and we're kind of evolving to a, a, a new approach to, to SEO over the next couple of years. So Mike, so, okay. So Mike, so how do you, so do you, fun, do you agree that it's constantly changing and two, how do you position that conversation to mm. a client basically saying, Hey, we're going to do this. And, and by the way, in a year, it may be irrelevant. Yeah. Cause presumably Todd, if I say that to you, the first thing you're going to think is, so I've got to pay for this again. Right. <laughs> sure. Right. Well, that's, and that's certainly the conversation. And the problem is, I, is it does keep changing. You know? Well, and, and to just interject quickly, I mean, my, my view of it is I've come to realize you don't just pay for it once. SEO is one of those things we budget for it. It is, it is never, never ending. And so you, we're constantly working on it because what you do now may put you at the top and then you're going to fade. Yep. So, Man, Todd's doing a great job of selling this for, for so, I mean, I wouldn't work with anyone on this podcast, obviously, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> other, people, other people are out there. You know, so. It's interesting, though, because uh, there is – I also think there's actually a level of – SEO is almost a question of, like, business maturity over anything. I think people are like, oh, my God, Google's just going to send me hundreds of thousands of visitors. And it's in, because you've got like a store that sells products, right? Physical products, as well as being a location-based business. Uh, yes, that's right. And so there's like a there's like a level of maturity required within a business to understand that it's not a one and done thing. And that to me is actually the first kind of thing that I, as a supplier, would want to talk about and understand is I want to get to know them and their business and understand did they know that this is a constant, ongoing process. It's not even a case of it keeps changing. You know, I don't know Larry and Sergey that well. So, you know, their team <laughs> kind of decide what changes, but it's got nothing to do with me. And if, and if another business owner can't accept that, they're like, oh my God. And we have, we used to have that, you know, like people are like, well, if it's going to keep changing, what's the point of doing it? I'm like, but everything keeps changing. Everything is an exercise in maintenance because everything is constantly decaying, you know, including your SEO results. So, the first thing is kind of understanding is the business mature enough to understand that this is this is a long-term thing man we want to keep growing your business and yeah it's going to keep changing but we're going to keep getting results for you so like with that what are okay so let's just go back over some of the so some people listen to this podcast as website owners so this is part educational for them yep. too what are some of those big milestones that have happened in the last 10 years for those changes i mean to like the my yeah, for SEO. Uh, you can't do keyword stuffing anymore. So as you mentioned, Todd, like at the bottom. And we I still see that now. Um, you know, it's it's I think people still go after that. I think it's worth pointing out that I'm only seeing I only use SEO from a, a quite a specific point within the funnel. Um, but I know from my site that gets tons of organic traffic, you know, and seeing a lot of growth uh, and seeing consistent increases in visitors. If I try to chase any kind of tactic, 
any kind of tactic, I know it will at some point be irrelevant. So the goal, therefore, is not keyword stuffing. I personally don't believe that landing pages, even if people say they'll go away, I don't think that's true. I think the way that people structure landing pages is going to have to change. Um, and it used to be the case that you would just create like a but like a ton of blog content. You'd publish like 500 posts in one day because you just you'd slightly tweak the wording and stuff and just slightly tweak the keywords, just publish it all at once. The rule of thumb with Google, the reason that these changes make is that their goal is that they want to send people to your site. They have to send people to a relevant site. So they want to see people who are updating things regularly, repeatedly, people stay on the page. Anytime we've tried to chase a particular tactic, like long form keyword was really good at one point because you do like a 10,000 word blog post and put that and that would rank really quickly and that would rank really well. And then before that it was like backlinks, all of that changes. And But if you understand that Google's objective is that they want to be seen as a good referrer, you just have to think, well, how does a human, be-? they're trying to get as close to how a human being, not even... Um, uh, what they think, how they think. Google is trying to emulate how a human being thinks. And they say, well, if someone goes to that page and they go there the week after and the week after, that's a pretty good indicator that other people in similar search terms are going to want to go there as well. So that's that's personally the, the big shift I've seen. I don't know how useful that is. Do you guys use anything other than Google to search? You want to go, Todd? Uh, <laughs> uh... Generally, uh, Google. If I'm, if I as a consumer, I'm looking at, you know, for a restaurant or something, I might go on uh, Open Table. I might go on, uh, you know, LA is a big Yelp city. You know, I might go on Yelp. Uh, but generally, I start with Google. Certainly, if I'm do looking for information, I go to Google. Yeah. Do you use YouTube? So the, no, I don't use anything else. <laughs> Maybe YouTube, but rarely. Yeah. Well, like I get mad when like I open Firefox and defaulted to Yahoo search. Like I got, I get like (laughs) really mad at Firefox for doing that to me. But that's the point is I think it's not really about comparing search engines. Like you, you know, Yahoo search versus Google. I think it's searching in other places now. Mm. So people searching Facebook Mm. or content. It's the type of, yeah. It's the type. So when we talk about SEO optimization, we've always thought of it as, Mainly Google, you know, knowing that like the other search engines typically mimic whatever yep. Google changes. So they typically mimic it. But really, I think the whole idea of search engine optimization is that search engines are really now Facebook and YouTube and like you said, Open Table or any uh, application or site that has a directory of resources with a yep. search bar. Well, that's where like PSO, that's the thing of platform search optimization. Platform search optimization. Okay, so that's new. Todd, yeah. is that new? Is that a new concept for you to uh, have heard before? I don't even know what that is. 10 grand and I'll tell you everything you need to know, mate. This is <laughs> it's right, not a yeah. problem at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's, well, no, it's, it is, it's just going over that same thing. Let's take Instagram. You've got like 10,000 followers on there, for example. Do you, how, how you, how do you look at optimizing? And this is not like a question, this is rhetorical, but how does someone who knows that they get the majority of their engagement through Instagram optimize it so that they appear in searches or they appear in like relative and, and recent content? YouTube's another really good example. The majority of our traffic comes from searching. That's maybe... 50%, the next, like a big chunk, 30% comes from recommended videos. And that, in my opinion, is as good as search because if someone searches 
Um, you know, how much should I charge for a website? And they come up on someone else's video. I want to make sure that I'm also kind of like linked to someone else's video. So PSO, like we've seen some people talk about this, like someone much smarter than me and with a bigger audience will probably come up with a, a better way of explaining it. But wherever your core kind of audience and following is, you want to optimize how they are trying to find out information about you to come up on the right platforms. Because you're right, search is Google. There's, I use DuckDuckGo, but that's because I'm like a tinfoil hat wearing like conspiracy. Yeah, you're a privacy guy, right? Right, you're right. Yeah. So, but, but when people say, oh, what about DuckDuckGo? To optimize for DuckDuckGo is to optimize for Google. Like it, it's, it's, it's actually how people search. Like, again, it's Google is trying to emulate how people think it's a, how people search, not necessarily what the best strategy is and thinking, well, I know that YouTube is a really good place for us for our engagement. So let's make sure that we appear for that particular platform. And it just, it kind of, it kind of takes the pressure off, I think. Yeah. And so when you talk about it changing, I actually think, you know, if I were going to go and look for a salon and spa in Los Angeles, I would probably go on Facebook and I would say searching for a recommendation, you mm. know, what salon and spas are great in Los Angeles. And then I would be the first to come on and, and recommend for someone else, Queen Bee Salon and Spa. But, uh, <laughs> but sure. you know, so, so that's a little of a different thing now when we speak about SEO, now platform search optimization. And even so now with my very slick Pixel 4, and it's everywhere on Android or whatever, is that Google feeds me what they think I need to know. Mm. I don't even search for anything anymore. I really don't, unless I'm watching The Masked Singer and I really want to think, I really want everybody, you know, I want to find out who everyone <laughs> thinks the leopard is. So that's the only time I'm really going to search. But like they're feeding me stories now. And now it's kind of like, you know, for, you know, for, for someone, a client like Todd being like, okay, how do we become that, article that Google decides wants to feed to Christina when she's looking up body waxing, you know, so how, how do we become that? And I think that's like the new um, way to think about all of this now, because typically visitors would come straight from the Google search bar, but not so much anymore. Mm -hmm or at least it's shifting anyway. And then when my son goes on our Google Home Hub and completely and always asks for the Dodger score, Google thinks I'm like the biggest Dodger fan, fan out yeah. there. So he's messing with my <laughs> a logarithm. Yeah, you, you can't this... be because I, I know the biggest Dodgers fan. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Google's got that wrong. Yeah. yeah. Do you find there's a difference, Todd, with your physical products and the salon as to how – because I don't know if they're on like the same site or, you know, when, when it comes to SEO, have, have you kind of figured out that there's a difference between how you approach those two products? Funny you should ask, Mike. And first of all, you could just say salon, all, you know, all day. I could listen to the way you say that all afternoon. Oh, really? Okay, we uh, can yeah. do that. We'll record that later. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Uh, we'll have you re-update our voicemail. Yeah. Um, so um, it, we have not given it enough deep thought uh, mm. We, you know, our primary business focus has been driving traffic to the salon and spa. Yeah. Um, but uh, the products we realize in e-commerce is a whole different game. And mm. there are things we need to think about. Do we want to turn on reviews? Do we want to, you know, come up with an affiliate program and get our products on other sites? I mean, I don't know the answers to that. Right now, it's it's sort of still on the launch pad. We do sell products. Um, at our brick and mortar stores and online, but that has, it's kind of something that's beginning to be a push. Mm. 
So yeah. but I, do, I do think it, it probably is, we would treat it differently. I would rely on trusted professionals. Sure. Do you, do you feel overwhelmed by it, Todd? Like, do you, I mean, when you, I mean, it's again, hiring a professional to do it, but it's still hiring a professional. You still have to evaluate whether what they're doing is effective or not. So do you feel overwhelmed a little bit by, by that? Uh, a little bit. I would say actually of all the things, um, you know, I've been doing websites for a very long time, you know, as, as a client and, you know, I've been involved with probably 15 different websites, 20 websites, three years. And so I'm pretty comfortable with the technology and the good way to structure sites. And I have opinions about how I want things to be. SEO remains a mystery to me. I'm not actually honestly very interested in it and mm-hmm. how it works. I just want it to work. Mm-hmm. So I don't mm-hmm. even know if I answered your question. But. No, that's exactly it. And that, w- that was going to kind of be my, my button, my takeaway as we wrap this up is that for the clients, just, you know, knowing, knowing that it's working, trusting a professional to do it and knowing that it's working. So Mike, how, how can web pros show for clients the metrics of how it's working? Yeah, I, I, personally, I think it actually starts at the niche level. Like if I just do work for salons, I can't, I'm really conscious of saying it now, but I just do work <laughs> for salons and I say that this is what we do. We, we optimize specifically local search platforms for salons with an Instagram following. That's a good place to start because chances are if I specialize in something, there's a reason for that. And then, other than that, I personally, it's a bit like ads. You'll see successful ad companies don't measure their metrics or like performance by the number of eyeballs they get or by the number of clicks. They do it by the number of revenue. They're like, yep, we have increased bookings and we can we can prove that. It's quite difficult to do that. Even just like the actual tracking codes and stuff, it's very difficult to track that. Um, but, but measuring, you know, uh, look, we spent 30K on this and comparatively when we didn't spend 30K on it, we weren't seeing those kind of results. I, there's, there's, this, is, this goes into a, like a deeper thing that we don't really have time for, but it's less a case of can I prove it and more a case of does the customer trust me enough to prove it? Personally, I, I actually think that's mm. that's probably more where it needs to go because – the two go hand in hand, but um, it's like any other service. If the customer trusts that you're going to do the best job, it's not necessarily proof that they require. They just need to grow trust with you. And proof is one of those ways, but we can talk about that on like another call. Well, that's really good. I, I think some stuff came out of that. The magical, mystical world of, of search engine optimization is mm. now becoming the magical and mystical world of platform search optimization. Mm. And, uh, you know, we continue to have this conversation because it's a big one. And to try and be the top gun maverick of, of Google may not even be the goal now yep. moving forward. You so I, I have one, one uh, sort of final thought in terms of one thing I do understand that I've put some focus on again, because we are, we are three, we are a brand and then we are three distinct physical locations as I have um, always made an effort to make sure that our directory listings, you know, our website, our hours, our phone numbers, our uh, profile photos are current and correct. And I used to try to manage that every time we'd update our hours, I'd have to go on eight different websites. I'd update Yelp. I'd go to Facebook. I'd update Foursquare. I'd update the Google thing. I'd go to Apple Maps. And it was a hassle. So I do use a service yeah. now. I don't know if I'm allowed to promote them or not, but I'm, I'm happy yeah. with, with Yext. Um, Yext uh, listings has been extraordinary for us because I, I push the update in one place and it is updated everywhere. I mean, mm. I, I, I'll, I'll push it there and I'll go on my Yelp page five minutes later and the hours are corrected. And, and um, that has seemed to, by being, having that information be reliable and updated mm. regularly, I, I have to assume that 
that Google and other sites would say, yeah, this is a credible listing because they're updating this stuff. They're out there. Yeah, so that's, that's one area I do understand is, is just keeping the basic directory information current. So, no, I like that. I think that's, and, and you are essentially who Google says you are. So, if you're open at eight, you're open at eight. If that's, that's not right. true, then that's your problem. And that's not, that's not the customer's fault. That's, that's your fault, you know. So, yeah, absolutely. Make it, make it as easy as possible for, for people to um, confirm that you are who you are. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to find a link to that, Todd, so I can include that in the, uh, in, in the podcast description because that, that's great. Um, what every. Cool. Everyone needs if they're updating uh, mm. their hours. All right. Well, I want to thank Todd and Mike for joining me on the podcast today. Hopefully this conversation will help both website owners and web pros in their relationship with each other as we encourage growth of their businesses through their websites. Until next time, I'm Christina Romero with WP Care Market. Here's to your success. <laughs>